Hi, thanks for joining me for another episode of Cycling Talk Podcast. Today I am joined by a rider for Team Spectra, Amira Mella. Amira has done some incredible races all over the world and I really enjoyed chatting with her. Hope you enjoy listening. Thank you for joining me today, Amira. Thanks for having me. What's your first memory of being on a bike? Um, I think my first memory of being on a bike is probably during a triathlon where I was last out to swim and first on the bike. So that was pretty good. So yeah, that's probably my first memory. <laughs> and what's the first bike that you remember being really excited about? Um, I think when I got a nice road bike, I remember getting a little pin- bright yellow Pinarello and being really excited about that. Who did you ride with when you were growing up? I rode with my like, uh, local cycling club in Homefirth. We have a really good setup, loads of good riders. So it was a really good atmosphere and always going out on group rides, pushing each other, which was, yeah, I think that definitely pushed me when I was younger as well. That sounds good. Were yeah. there any other sports that you did other than cycling? So I, I started off as a triathlete um, and then during school I did netball hockey football tennis everything I could do really um but yeah I was quite a good triathlete and then as I got a bit older I decided I just liked cycling the most really so just kind Mm -hmm. of focused on that what was your first race like my first I remember my first cyclocross race I had no idea what was going on I remember was winning a bag of sweets at the end and thinking it was the best thing ever (laughs) yeah it was probably my first cyclocross memory (laughs) Was cyclocross the only sort of riding that you were doing? No, when I was younger, I did everything, really. I just liked riding my bike, and I was a really keen mountain biker for a couple of years and then decided to go to cross. Can you tell me about your first national race? Um, It was probably Bradford Cross, National Cross, Um, just because it was my local one and... Yeah, it wasn't much travelling involved. So, yeah, it was probably quite a big step up from what I've done before. But, yeah, I love Bradford Cross, so obviously got hooked from And when did you first become part of a team? I joined a team when I was first year junior. So I rode in my local club up until the age of 15, 16, and then decided to move to a, a local. It was actually a local team as well, which was quite nice. And can you tell me about your first national win? Yes. <laughs> I, um, it was a elite cyclocross at Durham. They used to have a race around a cricket pitch. I remember riding with one other girl and I remember thinking I could win this. And it was a sprint finish and I won. And yeah, it was, it was a great feeling. It was a lot of shock, I think, winning an elite national was quite a big step for me I think um but yeah it was just a series race but it's still a good win and when did you uh first become part of a British cycling program I joined the mountain bike program when I was about 14 I think so when I went into my under 16 on mountain bike um yeah I joined then and then I was on for two years and what was the first uh, international race that you did with GB I did youth European championships, which were in Austria. It was like a mixed team. So there were 
uh, me and two boys. Oh, can you tell me a bit about that? Yeah, that was, it was very different to racing in the UK. There was um, a couple of events. There was like a skills competition. There was a short race, there was a hill climb, um, and then a longer race. So yeah, it was, it was a big learning curve. I remember thinking that these girls were all so much better than us. Um, but yeah, it was amazing. I think from that, I really wanted to represent my country more. And yeah, this kind of went from there. You became the national cyclocross champion at the start of 2015. Was that the first time that you'd won the national champs jersey? Yeah, it was. That was, yeah, first time I got a jersey. Only one I've got yet. <laughs> they maybe get another one, but we'll see. <laughs> and that season you did some World Cups and the World Champs. Can you tell me about those experiences? Yeah, I mean, that season was a massive learning curve for me I kind of came in as just someone who really loved to cross and then actually became quite good at it as well so yeah I did that year I did Milton Keynes World Cup which was amazing probably still the best race I've ever done and then um, I did a few more World Cups the ones in Europe were massive step up from what I've ever done before the courses were just next level really and then yeah like you said I got picked for World Champs which were in Tabor that was, yeah, that was amazing. I think I was so young, I just didn't really understand at the time what it meant to be picked for an elite world champs. Um, so, yeah, that was a good season, that. I was quite young at the time as well. And in the next cross season, you did the European champs. Can you tell me yeah. about that race? All I remember about that race was it was Sandy. <laughs> I remember there being, that was my first proper Sandy race and they were big sand dunes. Um, <laughs> which definitely didn't suit any British rider. But yeah, I, I don't remember doing particularly well, but I remember giving it my all. In your 2016 season, you rode for Team Next Wyman. How did that come about? Um, so that came about after talking to Helen at some of the World Cups I did. And then after um, doing the World Championship, she um, approached me and asked me to ride for the road team that they had and then cross for them as well. And I just... Yeah, it was an amazing opportunity to be asked. I was very flattered and just kind of grabbed it with both hands and went for it. I understand that you spent a lot of time with Helen and you even lived with her and Steph at one point. Can you tell me about how Helen helped you throughout your cross season? Yeah, Helen was amazing. She was like a big sister figure, really. Um, she looked after me. She gave me so much advice. I think it was a massive learning year for me. I think I didn't, I don't think my results showed how much I was doing behind the scenes in a way. Um, but yeah, they took me to lots of different races that I'd never done before. And her expertise was definitely something that I still think about now. Like I'm still like, oh, what would Helen do in this situation? Or like, what kind of skill sessions would Helen do? And yeah, it was, it was really amazing. I was really, really grateful to have that, to have had that opportunity. You mentioned sort of doing lots of races that you'd never done before. How did you find riding and racing all over the world at such a young age? It was tough. It was really tough. I spent um, seven, six weeks in America at the beginning of that season. That was pretty tough. I kind of got back and wanted to have a couple of weeks off my bike when actually the European season was just starting. Um, but yeah, Helen and Steph made it really homely. 
made sure we did some other stuff as well as just the bike racing. But yeah, it was it was a really tough year for me. I think not getting the results as well made it even tougher, but actually it was all part of like a bigger picture that they could, yeah, that they had in mind. You did the under 23 world champs at the start of 2017. How was that experience? It was icy. It was so cold. It must have been like minus six or seven. Um, so yeah, it was it was a really good race, but I did not like the ice. I've never raced ice before or since then. And yeah, it made me very, very nervous. And it was a world championship. And you just have to kind of absorb everything take it all in so yeah it was good tell me about some of your favorite memories with Paul Milne's cycles team and the 2017 cross season I think yeah Paul Milne's was definitely some of the best years I've had on my cross bike we had such a good atmosphere going so many strong riders that were all bringing each other on um yeah we had some really good vibes that year and yeah I won I won the national series and national champs that year uh, junior national champs so it was a really good successful year for me and it was also a year where I think I realized that I loved cross enough to kind of pursue it as a bit of a try and make it a bit of a career I guess um I'm still trying <laughs> uh, yeah it was such a great team and I'm still really good friends with most of the people on that team now from looking at your Instagram I see that you've done a lot of traveling can you tell me about some of the places that you've visited yeah, I think my second passion or one of my passions is also traveling. I've um, been to America a couple of times, which is great. I've most recently been to New Zealand. I went to Nepal trekking with my sisters. That was amazing. That was a very different kind of physical challenge in riding my bike. Um, yeah, walking at 5,000 meters is probably <laughs> than a bike race, <laughs> um, but it was yeah, it was amazing and definitely love, love to go back there. Yeah, I just love going away, seeing new places, experiencing different cultures and definitely want to do a bit more of that now. Now we can travel after COVID and mm. after the season. Does your sister ride? Yeah, one of my sisters used to ride. She actually went um, bike packing touring in her gap year after uni. So we did a few little trips together as well, which is nice. Oh, cool. <laughs> After what looks like an awesome summer, you headed off to uni. How did you find fitting that in with your riding and racing? It was definitely tough. Um, the first winter at uni, I didn't actually race at all. I just kind of wanted a bit of a break, kind of wanted to realize, like find out if I wanted to still race, to be honest. And I think it was really good for me because it was probably one of the first times in my older life that I'd not been surrounded by cyclists and everybody there had no idea about anything I'd done or could mm. understand of it. So it was really nice to just talk to people who just wanted to know about you, not about my results. Um, but yeah, I got to kind of January, kind of fed up with partying and decided I wanted to ride my bike again. So I kind of got in it from there, really. Mm. I'm actually studying, nearly finished. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it is tough, but you've, You've got to realise that every time after training, you do sit down and if you're sitting down, you might as well do some work. What are you actually studying? I'm doing a sports science degree. So it's kind of relevant for cycling, which is kind of good. I find it interesting. In 2019, you joined Albion Cycling Co. 
how did you feel getting back in cyclocross? It was tough. It was um, very mentally tough. I think everyone kind of knew I had a year out and then I don't think anyone kind of knew what I was doing, including myself. I couldn't really decide if I was just doing it for fun or I was going to try and take it seriously again. Um, yeah, I did a few nationals and didn't have my best results. And yeah, and then I think people, I don't know, it was, it was tough, but I think I just kind of took it from a different angle. I think before I was all results-based and it got too much. This time I was more like, am I actually enjoying this? And if I was, I'd do more. And if I wasn't, I'd be like, okay, then let's not go to that race. Let's just go ride my bike and then, yeah, pick, pick more races, I guess. Yeah. So you mentioned when we were talking about travelling uh, that you went to New Zealand and you went there in early 2020. Can you yeah. tell me about that trip and were you actually in New Zealand when COVID hit? So um, we, when we came back from New Zealand, COVID was a thing, but it was kind of not a serious thing. And I remember people wearing face masks and just kind of being like oh there must be the paranoid people in the world um yeah when we got back it really hit but the trip to New Zealand was amazing it was just over three weeks and we hired a car and did some traveling and I didn't actually take my bike but we did lots of hiking we just hired a bike for a couple of days we did some swimming some running so yeah it was just a really nice active holiday and it's beautiful down there I really want to go back and probably take my bike this time so yeah Oh, nice. How did you stay motivated to ride your bike during lockdown? Um, it's a really good question, actually. I think I, because I've only just had a year off racing, I never really, it never really bothered me I couldn't race in a way. Like, I just had a year off. It didn't seem much different. It, in a way, it kind of gave me another year to kind of catch up with everybody else who's been training. So I kind of took away the stress of doing efforts and set hours and everything like that and just decided that I wanted to ride my bike more and explore places so yeah I think I just just decided to take advantage of the fact that I didn't need to do something every day that was structured and yeah just go exploring on my bike a little bit more did a lot more road riding as well which was good and you were able to get some racing in at the end of 2020 and you won the first and only round of the National Trophy held in Milnthorpe. How did it feel to take that win? Yeah, that was a, it was a really great win and it was a really big confidence boost for me. It was my first kind of like good win back since taking that year out. And I think it kind of showed people that I was, I was back to kind of my old self, which it, it took me quite a few years to get back to that place where I was really happy riding my bike. Um, so yeah that was a really good win and like I said it was the only one in the UK so yeah it was important to kind of see where I was compared to them other good British athletes. You were also riding the no-nonsense cross winning the first three rounds were you expecting to start your season so well? Um, no I think I think I knew I was riding well but I think in cross with the condition changes over the season like you just don't know when other people are going to get stronger or maybe not as strong so yeah I mean the, the race I did do last year in the UK ranged from very dry to 
nearly like ankle deep mud so it was really good to be able to win in like all conditions and kind of prove that I was back and probably stronger than I've been in a while. So after three years away from racing in Belgium you rode Koppenberg Cross. How did it feel to be back racing in Europe? It was great it was really great it was um, also savage I forgot how hard they ran in Belgium um, yeah it was good because I kind of went in with no expectations no pressure like it didn't really matter where I came because it was my first one back and I think because of that I went off very very hard and um, kind of popped towards the end of the race but it was just great to kind of be back in that European field and yeah it was a shame that there were no crowds because it, it felt like Belgian Cross but at the same time there was a big atmosphere atmosphere missing from what I remember and what I love about racing out here so yeah I'm really looking forward to having some crowds this year which fingers crossed will all go well. You represented GB at the European Champs finishing 22nd can you tell me about that? Yeah that was um it wasn't my best race I I was pretty disappointed after it to be honest I think I had a lot a much better result in me um I had some complications the week leading up and it just it just kind of like made my head everywhere, my prep not very good. And so when I got to start then on the day, I was kind of relieved I was there rather than like rowing to go. Um, all thoughts of my own. Um, but yeah, I definitely think there's there'd be more in me if um, I was to do that race again. You went to a race in Slovakia, winning both races. How was the racing different there? It was, it was really different there. It was um, much smaller fields, kind of more like British cross kind of vibes, kind of around the field with quite limited things they could do with it. Um, and it was really dry, actually, because it was so cold. It was minus degrees there, so the ground was just hard, basically. Um, but it was really good to go over, experience a different type of cross, different racing, different people. Yeah, I mean, it was always good that I got two wins out there and kind of made the trip, the very long drive, worth it. Um, yeah, hopefully my go over again one day. It was a good little trip, yeah. You finished 27th in the Namur World Cup. That course just always looks amazing. What did you like about racing there? Yeah, Namur course is amazing. It's probably one of my favourite courses. It's quite mountain biking, quite, it's very technical. Um, and very hilly which the hills suit me and I like the technical features as well I had a really good ride there actually I I popped in the last half a lap I um I went around the corner looked back turned my front wheel my foot went straight through my spokes so I went straight over the handlebars <laughs> so I lost places in the last half a lap which was a bit frustrating but I was I was so tired I could not concentrate at all so yeah hopefully I can go back there this year and yeah, see what I can do again. I feel like that's one of the courses where the real good cross riders come out, the real tough ones come to the front of the field, and mm. it's good to see where you are when a course like that. Earlier this year, you joined Team Spectra. How did that move come about? So after last season, um, I got approached by one of the team managers, just saying they were developing this new team for the road and cross. It was, well, we were UCI team, which was, really exciting and I really loved riding for my local bike shop but I just needed if I wanted to make the step up I needed to also probably move teams that were looking for that step up so it was yeah it was a really exciting decision for me I've got some great teammates that were all kind of pushing each other which is 
not something I've not had since Paul Mills, really. And I know it, it really worked for me there. So, yeah, it seems to be working for us all on this team as well. Mm. You started your time with the team by taking some early cross race wins. How did it feel to be racing cross in spring? It was a bit bizarre. Um, I, think I had only probably months training before cross, and it was definitely a lung burner, but it was great. I think because the, the cross season was cut short, it was kind of nice to kind of get back in the rhythm of racing and get that kind of race feel back. So, yeah, they were they were some good races back in. They were in May, April, May time. So it's a good little lung burner for that time of year. You and the team did a 242-kilometre ride from Seascale to Whitby. What inspired that and how did you find it? I'm not sure what inspired it. I think it was more like a team challenge kind of thing. I remember when they first told us and I was like, I'm not doing that. That's ridiculous. And then they kind of like warmed the idea to me and I was like, oh, okay, it sounds all right. And then, yeah, eventually I, I was there on the... 7am in a sea scale ready to go so yeah it was it was a really good team bonding kind of ride where we all kind of got to know each other quite well everyone went through ups and downs bonks and feeling great and sugar highs and sugar lows so yeah it was a really great ride um it was really tough I found it really tough I think I felt fine for maybe the first five and a half hours and then I think everyone went through a two-hour period where everyone felt dreadful and just wanted to get off their bike we had a bit of rain in that period as well so it was a bit miserable mm. yeah it it was really great and I I do like doing stuff like that I like doing like adventure rides a to b rides that's all kind of excites me so I'd like to do something again next year like that not the same but something quite similar oh that sounds really cool yeah you did the tour series on the road and a round of the mountain bike national series. Can you tell me a bit about your road and mountain bike experiences? Yeah, the tour series was really good. It was a really exciting week for the team. Um, it's the first time I've ever done um, a decent block of tour series. I've done the odd one before. It was very, very fast and furious racing. Um Definitely warmed myself into it. I didn't do that well in the first one and then got better and then got better by the third one again. So that was really good. And yeah, the, the women's team came third in the last one, which was really promising for the team. And it kind of showed us what we could do as a new team. And the mountain bike race, that was a little bit of a last minute decision. I think I entered like the week before, just deciding that I was going to just go and have a go race, basically. And I got quite a big background in mountain biking, so... Just kind of went there. I was very, very relaxed. Probably too relaxed because I didn't really know what I was doing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I managed to get second, which was probably the best ride I could have done on that day. I definitely wasn't going to beat Anna. So yeah, kind of got everything out of me. So the Cyclocross National Trophy Series started in Derby in September and you took the round one win. How did that feel? Yeah, Derby was a, was a great race for me. Um, it was really nice to take the win. I think that first national of the year, everyone's really nervous. No one really knows what anyone's been doing or like how anyone's going. So it's kind of nice to yeah, kind of see how it's still at the top end of stuff. Um, I actually had a few nasty crashes myself there. Um, all mainly because I was a bit on edge. I was racing quite nervously and um, just kind of making like silly mistakes and 
yeah so I think after my second crash I really had to calm myself down and just be like you can do this it's fine and then yeah kind of rode much better the second half of the race and then you went to win round two in Melthorpe how did it feel to keep the leaders jersey with back-to-back wins yeah Melthorpe was was that yeah that was a really good race um I won by much more than Derby so I kind of it's a very different race. I kind of rode off from Milnrop and just wanted to ride my own race um, rather than at Derby. There was some, there were me and Anna together kind of battling it out. So yeah, I kind of just rode my own race. Yeah, it just the course suited me better. And yeah, it was really great to maintain the yellow jersey. And yeah, it's kind of, um, yeah, I don't know, I guess now I want to keep the yellow. Now you've got it for two months. It's kind of like, oh. I'll just <laughs> try and keep it now. <laughs> at Derby, I wasn't really thinking about the overall at that point. You recently headed to Ireland for some of the team, taking yet another win in the elite women's race. Can you tell me about the event and how it felt to get such great results, both personally and as a team? So, yeah, Ireland was um, a really successful trip for the team. I won the women's and... Um, Zan was second and Beth was fifth. And then in the men's, we got first and second two and fourth. So, yeah, we were kind of filling up that podium with Specs Riders, which was really great showing for us all. It was kind of a rider's decision we wanted to go over there because we all kind of decided we wanted some more points before going to Belgium. So I think we all took advantage of the fact that we kind of knew we needed to make the trip worth it and, yeah, got lots of points. And it was a great race, actually. It was my first time in Ireland, which was nice to go do different type of racing so yeah hopefully hopefully it's on next year we might go back and now you're currently in Belgium what races do you have coming up so we have a pretty hectic two-week block in Belgium so I got here yesterday very late um and then we're racing Alduri tomorrow uh Rudeverd on Saturday Zonhoven Sunday and then next week we're racing Overrise Sunday, Koppenberg Monday, head home Tuesday. Wow. So pretty heavy block, like five races in two weeks. Um, but kind of making the most of racing out here and mm. yeah, first um, team trip away. So that's exciting. What are the rest of your plans for this cross season? Um, that's a good question. I think I'm kind of just seeing how things go, I guess. Um, I kind of want to see where I am in Europe after this trip and then yeah I take it from there I'm really keen to do more international races this year but it a lot of it is based on selection for me still like I still need to be selected to ride World Cups and championship races so there will be some races back in the UK too I'm not doing the next round of national trophy but I'm doing round four in Sunderland so yeah that will be my next UK based race and then I'm all doing the double weekend down south the clan field and and Grovetend. Yeah, maybe the double weekend in December. Yeah. Do you have any targets for the rest of the year? I think trying to get selected for some more World Cups is a big target of mine. Um, I think because Worlds are in America, it's going to be pretty tough for us to get there. They're really going to take a really select team to that. Um, so I'm not really thinking that far in advance at the moment. So I think some, maybe some World Cups around Christmas or some big Belgian races and then 
I'd like to do well at national champs. I think that's probably going to be a good opportunity for me to race like the best in the country because they're mm. all going to come rather than the trophies. You always kind of know there's a couple of girls missing. Um, so yeah, national champs, I'm really going to try and aim for this year. What are your hopes for 2022? I'm not really sure at the moment, to be honest. I've, I'm finishing uni next year, so kind of need to focus on that after the cross season and then yeah I would like to do some road again I got quite keen on the road this year and I think maybe getting some decent results kind of helped with that so definitely a bit more road and yeah I'll just kind of have to see where I'm at and what I'm doing in life and other things as well yeah. <laughs> it's not a very good answer but I'm not really sure I kind of think till the end of the cross season I decide what I'm going to do next rather than think too far in advance because just change my mind too often. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't ask. Uh, where do you see yourself in five years' time? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Five years, I'll be 29? 28, nearly 29. Um, maybe with another dog. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That is a tough question. I'm not really sure. I guess I, I want to do some more cycling and racing, but... Um, yeah, you just you just never know with cycling. You just like there's gonna be a point where um yeah, I'll probably carry on or I'll probably go do some other stuff, like the other stuff I want to do in in life while I'm still young as well. So yeah. I am really keen on my cycling, but I, it's also not the only thing I want to do. And mm. yeah. What's your favorite feature in a cross course? um that's a good question as well maybe mud probably muddy section either running or riding um I like the scents as well they're always good fun um yeah probably things that are either slow and muddy or a bit a bit scary I always like <laughs> uh what's your favorite race you've ever done definitely Milton Keynes World Cup I think I think that race was just amazing. Like everyone was cheering for the Brits, it's in Belgium, it's everyone's cheering for the Belgians. So it was a very different race. And I think it was just great to see how many people in the UK loved cross. And yeah, I think I think that inspired a lot of people to focus on cross as well, which is really great to see so many young riders coming through now. And I think that is a reflection of that World Cup with obviously a lot of good riders coming like at the top now as well, which is really exciting for the sport what's your favorite UK course um I always like the race in Durham which is not actually a course anymore um I liked Bradford I did like Bradford I think a lot of people like Bradford because they can guarantee mud and as a pure cross like as a deep down cross rider you just want mud um so I really liked the course in Milnthorpe last week there was a lot to that and yeah I mean it's always nice the courses you do well at are generally the ones you do like um so yeah that always does help I guess and what about your favorite European course my favorite European course um was probably one I did last year it was called Havar it was it was kind of like Namur but a little bit less extreme which I kind of preferred because I kind of felt more relaxed doing it um, it was really muddy, quite hilly, but there was also some really decent pedaling sections, which I think always kind of benefit me. And so, yeah, definitely want to go back and do that along this year. Is there a race that you haven't done that you'd really like to do? 
Well, that's a good question. I think Endermond World Cup I'd really like to do because that was like a mud bath last year. Um, I'm trying to think which... Oh, there's um, all the big Belgian races around Christmas I've never really done, so Baal I've never done, um, Luna House I've never done, so I'd quite like to do them, which hopefully are on the plan for this year, so that would be an exciting period. Who do you like to train with? That's a good question too. <laughs> um, I think I've got a really good girls group back in Leeds where I live. Um, they always really motivate each other, always really supportive and yeah, we're always texting each other like good luck and well done and it's just really nice to feel like we're, I'm part of a really good group, which I don't know about you, but I always like never rode with girls growing up really. I always was putting, was rode with boys or like, when it's training sessions, there might have been like a couple of girls, but I always had to go train with the boys and it was great and it really pushed me. But now I'm a bit older, like having that girls group, is, it's just so nice to kind of think that they're not just training partners, they're also my friends. And yeah, I just, I'm really enjoying that. And I think that's what, I think that was also what helped me keep motivated in lockdown was having that really good group of people consistently going out riding, pushing each other all the time. And then there's also some cross groups in Yorkshire that I really love training with. So there were always really good sessions to go to in the evening. Yeah, I uh, live in North Devon. And so all of my yeah. southwest races are the southwest races. So um, like the okay. closest sort of girls that are my age that ride live like an hour away. So yeah. I, I don't really have many girls to ride with. So I just sort of ride. With my dad mainly or yeah yeah I was the same growing up so yeah it's, it's always nice when you find some girls to kind of maybe just go for the weekend or something yeah it's also nice to, um I don't know if you find riding with boys you always kind of feel like you're a step behind rather than if you ride with girls you kind of you get a bit more of the confidence boost that you you can do it and you can all do it together which is yeah. always really nice where's your favorite place to ride for fun I think probably back at home in Homefirth, where my family's from. Um, mountain biking, cross riding around there is really good. And it's really hilly, kind of on the edge of the Peak District, which is, yeah, which is really nice. So it's kind of the roads I grew up on were also roads I loved. What do you like to do when you aren't on a bike? I like baking. I love baking, actually. Um, yeah, so cakes so or kind of helps that I cycle because I kind of burn off what I'm baking at the same time. I also like going to cafes and we just got, a, me and my boyfriend got a dog earlier this earlier this summer. So yeah, he's formed now. So now most of my free time spent playing with him or walking him. Yeah, just kind of doing some nice stuff with him and uh, Lewis, my boyfriend. So like, <laughs> it was a great distraction from the cycling world if you're ever feeling a bit down or anything <laughs> who's your favorite current rider I think Lucinda Brand I really really respect her as a rider and I kind of like how she focused on cross I like the road riders coming in but I also think that they just kind of like flip back and forth but Lucinda is really concentrated on cross and cross team and the way she rides is just so aggressive it's it's really good to watch I mean Ross is always amazing to watch as well um yeah yes the Dutch riders are just phenomenal really yeah who's your favorite rider of all time Ooh, that's a good question um I don't know I think it's I think it changes quite a lot based on 
kind of yeah I don't know I don't think I could pinpoint one I don't know that's a really tr tricky question I never thought I think yeah there's just different riders that I quite like some mountain bikers um yeah and I think nowadays with social media it's kind of like my favorite rider as a person might be different to my favorite rider racing if that makes sense um yeah I have to think about that but yeah you've got me stuck there <laughs> then who did you sort of look up to when you first started racing um I think definitely Helen and Nikki I think they were the big two cross riders when I was younger um and as a Brit I kind of just looked up to some British riders that yeah they're, they're more reachable than the foreign riders um so yeah I think them two I kind of was always in awe of and was kind of like when it came to national champions being able to race them was a bit of an honor really uh what's your advice for young riders I think my advice would be to um would be to enjoy it to not stress about results I think as a youngster I was always so worked for about where I came rather than if I actually enjoyed my racing or not um and yeah I definitely say keep other things in your life like if you just fixate on cycling like unless you really really love it you probably will at one point not love it as much if that makes sense um that's what I found from my experience anyway I definitely think that I put everything into it and then when it didn't go well I had nothing left rather than now I think I've got still not perfect but I've got a much better life balance and I've got other things in life that um kind of put into perspective the cycling world and you really think about it it's only a tiny bit of everything really and there's so much other stuff you can do that will make you just happy so always put it in perspective what you've just done I think is a good tip that I've kind of picked up you've got five minutes before you head down to the start of a race what's on your playlist to get you motivated that's a good question um Calvin Harris I quite like some of his music kind of gets me going and it's not too it's also quite in like happy music in a way so always kind of boosts my mood or yeah I think something that makes me happy so then I'm relaxed that's what's really important for me like turning up to that start line and relaxed and feeling positive that I can do it rather than daunted by what's about to happen. Thank you for joining me today Amira. That's okay thanks for having me. I hope you liked this episode. My podcast is on Instagram at cycling.talk.podcast and there's some really great content on there with monthly giveaways so make sure to check that out. I'm a VeloSkin ambassador, you can get 10% off using code CTP10 and the podcast is also kind of supported by Big Bubble Hats, you can get 15% off using code CYCLINGTALK15. Don't forget to share the podcast with your friends and check out all of my episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, my Buzzsprout website and all the usual podcast places. See you on the bike.